Welcome to Leading Behind the Scene. I'm your host, Gwendolyn Young, the go-to business and operations consultant for six-figure CEOs who are ready to greet their next level of growth. And I'm ready to share tools, strategies, and tips to help you excel in your business and your life. If you're a service-based entrepreneur, be sure to join me each Thursday. Find me on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And don't forget to follow the show on your favorite podcast player so you never miss an episode. And if you love the content, leave me a rate and review. Now let's get into today's episode. Hey, it's the girl, Coach Jackie, and we are back wrapping up the 15 invaluable laws of growth. Live them and reach your potential from my favorite leadership coach, John C. Maxwell, and my mentor and my friend. So we're going to end up with the law of trade-offs, the law of curiosity, the law of modeling, the law of expansion, and the law of contribution. I think we have enough time to get through all of them. So today we're going to start with the law of trade-offs, which says that you have to give up to grow up. You have to give up to grow up. Eric Hoffer said that people will cling to an unsatisfactory way of life rather than change in order to get something better for fear of getting something worse. Hmm. One of my mentors, Paul Martinelli, says that people will give up what they want for what's familiar rather than leaving their comfort zone. It's saying the same thing. It's just saying it in a different way. It's all about us getting through and coming out of our comfort zone. John says that to go to our next level, we may have to let go of some of the things that we love and value most. That when we first start out, it's not very hard to give up to grow up, right? Because in fact, we're willing to give up everything because, you know, at the beginning, our everything at the time isn't much of anything, right? (laughs) But what about when you've earned some things, a job you enjoy, a good salary, a home or a level of security? Are you willing to give up those things for a chance at doing something that will take you closer to your potential. When facing a difficult challenge, we have to ask ourselves, am I motivated by the possibility of success more than the fear of failure? And then when making decisions, will this get me closer to my dream versus how hard is this going to be? The truth about trade-offs is that, you know what, life has many intersections and opportunities to go up or down. And at these intersections, we make choices. We can add something to our life, subtract something from it, or exchange something we have for something we don't. And the most successful people know when to do which one of the three. And I want to share two of the insights provided in the book to help us to understand trade-offs, how to spot them, and to use them to our advantage. Now, remember, this is just the top of the wave. If you want more, grab the book. 
Number one, we must learn to see trade-offs as opportunities for growth. Did you hear me? We must learn to see trade-offs as opportunities for growth. And too often, people make life more difficult for themselves because they make bad choices at the intersections of life, or they decline to make choices. Why? Because of fear. But here's what I want you to remember that is so important, that while we don't always get what we want, we always get what we choose. So when faced with an opportunity for a trade-off, there are two questions you can ask yourself. Number one, what are the pluses and the minuses of this trade-off? Now, anytime you react to one of life's crossroads, according to fear, rather than actually looking at its merits, you close yourself off from a potential opportunity. And by trying to figure out the pluses or the minuses of any given choice, it helps to deal. You're going to have to deal with that fear. Now, by looking at the cold hard facts, it helps you to discover if maybe you might have an overestimation of the value of what you currently have versus underestimating the value of what you might gain if you let it go. But here's one thing I also want you to remember that the rose said that the price of anything is the amount of life you exchange from it or for it. So choose wisely. There's another question you can ask yourself. Will I go through this or grow through this change? Good trade-offs are not something to be endured, right? Not dreading. That reflects a passive attitude and a mindset that says, man, I, I hope this turns out all right. Instead, positive trade-offs should be seen as opportunities for growth and seized. After all, we become better as a result of them. And when we grow through change, we become active. We take control of our attitude and emotions and we become the positive change agents in our own lives. Author Dennis Waitley said that a sign of wisdom and maturity is when you come to terms with the realization that your decisions cause your rewards and consequences. You are responsible for your life and your ultimate success depends on the choices you make. And listen, trade-offs force us to make difficult personal changes. And the difference between where we are and where we want to be is created by the changes we are willing to make in our lives. So we'll end this law with a declaration. I love this. John makes a declaration based on a decision he made concerning this. And I want to share it with you. And if you agree with it, you can make it your own. It says that, I am determined that while others may lead timid lives, I will not. While others might see themselves as victims, I will not. While others leave their future in someone else's hands, I will not. And while others simply go through life, 
I will grow through it. That is my choice and I will surrender it to no one. Isn't that powerful? I hope that you will make that your own. That is the law of trade-offs. So let's talk about the law of curiosity. Curiosity says that growth is stimulated by asking why. George Bernard Shaw said that some men see things as they are and ask why. Others dream things that never were and ask why not. Growth is driven by wanting to know more. The Bible says that there is nothing new under the sun, but I love it that John says there are a lot of old things (laughs) we don't know. And curiosity helps a person to think and expand possibilities beyond the ordinary. Asking why fires the imagination. It leads to discovery and it opens up options. So here are two ways that we can cultivate curiosity. Number one, I love this one, have a beginner's mindset. It's not an age thing. It's an attitude thing. See, because a beginner's mindset is vulnerable. It has no image to uphold and it wants to learn more than look good. So be like a kid. They just ask. Remember, it's better to look uninformed than to be uninformed. And number two, this is a good one. Make failure your friend. Understand that you're going to fail. Know that it is impossible to continually try without failing. Sometimes it is part of the journey. And as John says, we fail forward. So I'm going to leave you with two Uh, scripture references, one for trade-offs, which is Mark 8.36. Remember that the cost of anything is the life that you trade for it. So Mark 8.36 says, for what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his soul? Luke 11.9 for curiosity. And I say unto you, ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. Isn't that a wonderful promise? All right, so let's move on. We're going to talk about the law of modeling. The law of modeling says that it's hard to improve when you have no one but yourself to follow. And so the most important personal growth phrase you will ever hear a good leader say is follow me. But who should you follow? Who should you model? Most people who decide to grow personally find their first mentors in the pages of books. That's a great place to start and to continue. But at some point, you must find personal models too but you must be selective when choosing mentors and models. So I'm going to share six things that John shares in the book that we can look for when we're choosing. Number one, a good mentor is a worthy example. We become like the people we admire and the models we follow. 
So our mentors must not only display professional excellence and skill sets from which we can learn, they must also demonstrate character worthy of emulating. Don't you agree? Number two, a good mentor possesses wisdom. Wise people often use just a few words to help us learn and develop. They open our eyes to worlds we might not have otherwise seen without their help. They help us navigate difficult situations. They help us see opportunities we would otherwise miss. They make us wiser than our years and our experiences. That is the law of modeling. So next, we're going to talk about the law of expansion. Remember, these are just top of the waves. Grab the book. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. The law of expansion says that growth always increases your capacity. And we have to be like the Nike commercial says that there is no finish line. You can never get to capacity. There is still more growth for you. There's more stretching room. There's more growing room. You don't tap out. You don't arrive. There is no finish line. So just fall in love with growing. And most experts believe that we typically use only 10% of our true potential. So how do we push toward our potential and keep increasing capacity? Listen, more information is not enough, right? We can get information all day long. Here's what you have to do. You must change how you think and you must change your actions. Come on. Here's one example of how to increase your thinking capacity. Stop thinking more work and start thinking what works. Did you hear me? Stop thinking more work and start thinking what works. More of the same usually means what? More of the same. When what we actually want is better (laughs) than what we have. Sometimes we're doing a lot of things instead of the right things. So let's figure out what works. That is a way to increase your thinking capacity. So now here's one way to increase our capacity for action. Remember, you have to know it or think it, and then you have to do it because that biggest gap in the world, right, is between knowing and doing. So here's one way to increase our capacity for action. Remember, we have to change how we think and our actions. Stop doing only the things you have done before and start doing those things you could and should do. Here's what I mean. The first step to success is becoming good at what we know how to do. And the more you do what you know, the more you discover additional worthy things you could do. When this occurs, now you have a decision to make. And I think this is where a lot of us get stuck. Will you continue doing what you have always done? Or will you make the leap? Come on and try new things. 
Doing new things lead to new discoveries with the realization of things you should do on a consistent basis. And if you do them, you will consistently grow. If not, you will plateau. I know I'm a poet and didn't know it. (laughs) But this is so good. So let's move on. The last law, the law of contribution. Growing yourself enables you to grow others. If you're not doing something with your life, it doesn't matter how long it is, does it? The reason you want to do a personal growth plan is because that's how you reach your potential. But you want to reach your potential so that you have something to give to others so that they can reach their potential. The goal is to get better so that I can help more people get better. We cannot give what we do not have. So every day we should be asking ourselves, what do I have to give? President Jimmy Carter said, I have one life and one chance to make it count for something. He says, my faith demands that I do whatever I can, wherever I am, whenever I can, for as long as I can, with whatever I have to try to make a difference. Isn't that powerful? Jim Rohn states that, The greatest gift you can give to someone is your own personal development. And I encourage you to learn these laws and live them. If not with me, with someone else, join a mastermind, study it out. If you want to make your life burn bright for others and future generations, just keep growing. Don't let life come to you. Grow to life. And as always, I'm grateful for this opportunity, and I hope that I've added some value to you in this series. If I could have just one wish for you in this moment, here's what it would be, that right now you will settle in your heart and mind that from this day forward, you are going to grow yourself. You are going to initiate growth, and you make that commitment and resolve. And remember that the best plans for growing happen as we grow, not before we grow. Blessings. That is the end of our series of the 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of Leading Behind the Scenes. I hope you found some encouragement or helpful information today to help move your business and or your life forward. If you have a specific topic you'd like me to talk about or guests you'd like me to have on the show, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn. I love connecting with my listeners. Also, be sure to follow the podcast so you never miss an episode and leave me a rating review. I'll see you next week.